You're listening to The Broken Meeple Show, a podcast that speaks passionately about board games for the benefit of those who play them. My name's Luke Hector, best known for The Broken Meeple YouTube channel, and I'm an everyday gamer just like you. And I'll be talking about reviews, top tens, and just about anything that connects me to board games. As long as I have a tea or coffee in hand, that is. So grab a cup, relax, and enjoy. And remember, it's only a game. everyone, Luke Hector here for another podcast episode. Just shortly after the live Q&A that I did last night on YouTube, got to do a podcast. And topics are going to be slightly similar between the two, I'll admit. Today is the most, probably one of the worst days of the year for me. Being a single person, it's not good to have 14th of February droned into your head. Like every day, constantly going, this is coming, this is coming. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? No, I don't. I don't I'm not even a huge fan of it when I did have girlfriends before it was it's just such a commercialized day you know why why do you need one day of the year to show your appreciation for the one you love why don't you just do that every day of your life that's kind of the way I see it but I don't know it's like Christmas and everything everything's all commercial now so that's just the way it is but I figured a podcast is the best way to do this, and so I can spend my time with my one true love, which is my board games. That's uh, always the way it is, and I've certainly got plenty to do on that front. So this uh, episode is going to be a little bit more, shall we say, kind of on the nose, a little bit more direct than a few other episodes. And, I mean, is it the sort of thing to talk about on a day like this? I don't know, but uh, given that the general theme is we need to show more love and appreciation to each other as a community... Maybe there is a link, maybe there is a link, a tenuous link, shall we say. So first up, some channel updates. Well, uh, last night, as I said, I did a Q&A special. So that was a full on like two hour, I think it was like a good two hours of time spent with all you lovely people who were in the chat, who were basically, you know, giving me questions, just chatting with me. And I certainly went on to some very shall we say, down-to-earth topics for the first, like, 45 minutes of it. And then we got on to some more, like, general board game questions, as well as some other non-board game questions, like movies and TV and that recently. Some new announcements. Uh, um, I'm going to have a week off at the end of this month. So, you know, I was talking about what sort of games I want to play during that, and even down to what accent I have. So there was quite a lot of good stuff there. And I was certainly appreciative of everybody who was there. It was a fun stream, as always. I'm always tempted to see whether I should do this stream bi-monthly rather than just once a month because I look forward to it and maybe it would stop me making it two hours long. Maybe if I do it twice a month, I could keep it to about an hour, hour and a half tops and then it's a little bit easier for people to digest because they don't get a lot of views, Q&As, unfortunately. I mean, people have got very little interest in knowing about me. They just want to know about the games. So, you know, you don't get many views on a Q&A topic, but they're still fun to do. And it reminds me that there is a community out there who watch the channel, who want to get involved, who want to engage on a personal level rather than just simply see a video with special effects. Mm, nice. Freshly ground bean coffee <laughs> to go with everything today and certainly to wake me up because I went to bed late last night playing Monster Hunter World and just decided to stay up all night or a lot of the night and yeah this morning I was kind of flagging so the coffee is needed shall we say but other than that on the channel recent videos have had some positive engagement from people even if some of them haven't necessarily had the view so we have uh, should you play June Imperium so the review of June Imperium the full detail review has gone up for that one and this one is you know, I, I gave it a good review, but I did have some flaws with it. And there's certainly been a lot of, a, shall we say, discussion over that front as to whether some of them were justified or not. A lot of them related to the aesthetics and the theme of the game. But coming from somebody who is a complete noob when it comes to Dune, like I know nothing about the Dune universe and that, this was certainly an interesting one to do. But it's, uh, what are we talking about, 2,000 views since February the 11th? Would have liked it to have got more than that, but at least people are watching it, and it was good to at least get another detail review out, because I know it's been a little while. There is another detail review in the works with Merv. I will be doing a full detail review of that. That is in the editing room, so shouldn't be too long before you get that. Maybe by the end of the week, I'll have probably edited that one, and then it should be ready shortly after, uh, but that should be pretty cool. And we'll get on to reviews in a bit more detail in a minute. Uh, the Beyond the Base game series has done 
pretty well from an engagement point of view, shall we say. I say engagement point of view because it hasn't done well from a views point of view. 804 and 670 for videos that are a week old is pretty pathetic, really. And the, the problem is I kind of expected it because A, it's a new series, it's a new idea. But also, there is the fundamental problem that when you do videos on expansions, you're only really going to get people watching it if they have the game and are considering the expansion. So it does mean that you are kind of restricted with your audience. But that being said, it is quicker for me to do these videos. I mean, it's not a short thing by any means. I've still got to record a good you know, 25 minutes worth of footage, cut it down to a good 10 to 15 minutes, and then edit it and put some effects and titles all over the place. So it's still not exactly a, a five minute job here, but it's definitely one that's a, little, a lot easier to do than the detailed review. So these ones are good fun though. I mean, uh, they may not have had the views and I do urge people to sort of share them and get them out, but they've had a good number of likes and they have had a lot of comments. I mean, they, they're getting a lot of feedback from people as to like what games to go with and, you know, comments on the video and how things are there. I mean, granted, a lot of them are from dedicated fans, but I always appreciate anything from dedicated fans. And, you know, they, the views are just, they're not necessarily... If I was to go by simply, do the views justify the series, the answer would be a massive no. But these are good fun to do, and I think these are still informative. And the main thing I want to get across at the end of the day is I want to do videos that are useful to people. It's not just a popularity contest, although we will get onto that in a bit more detail later. So these ones I'm still going to continue doing. It's early days, and I've only done the two Abyss expansions, so maybe they're just not as popular. I've got one edited, ready to go up, which I might put up tomorrow or Tuesday and that is for the role player monsters and minions expansion and then shortly after maybe a couple of days later I will put out the fiends and familiars one which is also ready so there's two expansions coming this week for a game that was highly requested and then I'm going to obviously work on more so anachrony fractures of time was requested architects of the west kingdom artisans was requested the raiders of the north sea expansions were requested there was a lot of requests coming back and there's even ones I want to do that weren't necessarily requested, but I want to talk about. Like, for example, I have here the Days of the Siege expansion for this war of mine in my hand. It's shrink-wrapped. I will not unwrap it until I'm ready to play it, which may not be for a little while yet because of time. But, you know, I've been wanting to try out this campaign, and this is an expansion to the game. I was dubious about getting it at first, but I now have the opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to play through this campaign and maybe give a first impressions or a beyond the base game video in general when I'm halfway through the campaign because let's face it if you're halfway through a campaign you're not enjoying it you're not going to enjoy the rest of it but you know I should be able to give a my thoughts on that one so I do look forward to getting that to the table uh, other than that you know there's plenty more expansions to talk about and it's still worth doing so don't worry the views may not be good but you know the the, the fun is still there and the information is still there and then finally yes I also did the top 10 list with board game ramblings the other week where for two and a half hours we talked about our top 10s i promise you that future top 10s will not go that long we just got very carried away with the discussion free people's point of view and everybody getting very into like very passionate about the games we were talking about interacting with the chat it was such good fun though i had a blast and i can't wait for next week when i'm doing the ryan and bethany board games top 10 top 10 two player only games that's going to be good fun as well but certainly i look forward to doing more with board game ramblings in the future we are good friends we do get on well so it's always a joy to do stuff with them but i also want to do things with other smaller creators and we'll get onto that a little bit later in a tiny bit more detail as well so you know there is just some really cool stuff that I want to uh, you know, highlight there for the channel in recent weeks. In terms of games, well, as I mentioned, Days of the Siege, I have got, I'm not going to lift it up because it's going to take like, be a massive pain to do it, but Zyre Legends of the Drift System is on my table. That is ready to play, although I need to learn the rules, but I've got the expansion in there to make it so lovable. So that's really diving into the deep end with Zyre. Everyone kept telling me I should play it. Finally, I shall play it. In fact, I'm hopeful I'll get it out today. I'm thinking this will be one of my priority plays today. Uh, I've got Masters of Renaissance. This is the Lorenzo de Magnifico card game. And although, as, I get to, as I'll get to in the review, this one really should not be named that. But what I'm going to do with this, and also Ginkopolis, which I need to play solo as well. That's over there. In fact, I can reach it. I can reach it. I can reach it. 
Here we go. So Ginkopolis, nice one there. The thing with these two is that I'm probably going to do what's called rapid fire reviews, or I'll try and think of a better name, maybe unless somebody gives me a better suggestion. But basically, I can't do a detailed review for every single game that comes out. I just do not have the time. If I did this full time, that wouldn't be a problem. But sadly, I don't. And to be honest, even if I did do this full time, I don't think I'd have the time. Let's face it, the Dice Tower can't do it with a crew of Lord knows how many people. So how am I supposed to? But I want to obviously get the information out and I want to try new games. So what I'm proposing is that I do detailed reviews for ones that I cherry pick to be the popular games. So Dune Imperium was vastly popular. That needed a detailed review. Merv is pretty popular. That needs a detailed review. Is anybody really clambering for a review of Ginkopolis though? Or Masters of Renaissance? Probably nowhere near as many people as, say, like for Lost Ruins of Arnak and that. So what I want to do is review those games, but in a quicker video. And by that, I mean similar to the Beyond the Base game ones. I literally just have it on the table, components out in front of me. Some pictures will come up, some titles will come up. But I will basically just spend no more than 10 minutes talking about the game and giving a summary review. So it won't even be in the detail format. I won't even be going duration, ease of play, tactics, or anything like that. It will just be a summary of what I think about the game. And some of these games only really need 10 minutes to talk about them. But I feel that that will get the information out. It will get a video out on a review, but it won't take up, you know, six hours of my time to record and edit the video. So it, it it's going to be... I think that's the series I'm going to experiment with. I'll try and get a new intro done for it, you know, just a quick one, because it will have to be quick, so I'm trying to keep the video down in 10 minutes. But that's just a heads up that that's something I'm planning. So, you know, I'm going to do Ginkopolis solo review and Masters of Renaissance full, like, multiplayer and solo review, both in a rapid format. I don't know if I'll call it rapid fire reviews, because that seems too general and basic. But if I can think of a better name, I will. If anybody in the chat wants to, in the comments, sorry, wants to give me a better name, I'll certainly consider it. And if I choose it, I'll give you a shout out. But it's, that's kind of the way it is. Other than that, there are only two other games I need to get played. Uh, this one I've already played before, but I want to play it some more. And that is Aquatica. I finally got my copy, so should be pretty cool. I've not tried it solo, but I had played it at Essen before, so I am aware of how it plays. And... Hopefully it will be worth the wait for trying to get a copy of it. But here's the one that I really waited for. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Uh, come on, lift it with my left hand here. Ah, look how beautiful this game is. Honey Buzz, Honey Buzz. Yes, uh, I mean, if you're listening to this in podcast form, you can't see it. But Honey Buzz is finally in my grasp. I have deluxe uh, upgrades for it as well. Not all of them, but certainly the main deluxe pack that came out. And it's a beautiful looking game. This looks so good. I cannot wait to dive into the solo mode for this one. If I get a chance to play it multiplayer, I will. But that's only if there's an online means of doing it. I don't know if it's got a tabletop simulator mod. I think it does. In fact, I'm pretty certain it does because Elf Creek have an official TTS uh, username on Tabletop Simulator. So Honey Buzz is something I'm definitely going to look into. And that will be one that I hope to do a full detail review on. So I'll probably do Aquatica in the normal review state. So the rapid fire one. Because I don't think everybody's clambering for an Aquatica review. But I will... Maybe you could prove me wrong in the comments on that one. But certainly I'm going to do a rapid fire at least for Aquatica. But I probably will do a full detailed review for Honey Buzz because I think that one really does need to get people in the know of what that is considering how hard it is to get a copy. So uh, yeah, that's kind of the details with the channel. Now, obviously going from last time, people have been very appreciative of me doing uh, channel shout outs and considering the theme of this episode is uh, needing to show a bit more love around the community. We're getting to much more uh, content, what's the word, controversial uh, detail about that later but i just want to give a shout out to a new uh, a new creator i don't think they've been in operation for that long but i literally only got this brought to my attention yesterday on the q a three channels got brought to my attention i need to go back through the chat and find out who the other two works i can't fully remember but this person i looked at whilst i was on the q a and i thought this was good enough to give a decent look and i had another look over him this morning like some of the videos that he's done and i think that gaming indoors is needing of some extra support here so gaming indoors was brought to my attention literally by a viewer on my q a i forget who suggested it i really should have written it down but i apologize but you know who you are thank you for bringing it to my attention but this one is a man called ali and ali basically does some 
interesting little videos here so he's he's very like light-hearted he's very sort of easygoing uh in terms of his like technical quality i mean visually it's fine i would say maybe the audio just needs a little work so it's a little bit boomy kind of bassy uh i think that's probably the room he's in so maybe it just needs to tone down that a little bit more but other than that the videos are pretty good quality i mean they're professionally done he's got a good backdrop there i wish i had a nice like white backdrop because i really don't have decent backdrops in this house if i had the space in a bigger house i'd have like a purpose-built studio and that'd be awesome but sadly no but you know there's some good stuff there but this is the bit that interested me you know 1670 subscribers okay so small creator definitely worth looking at but there's a good amount of content here i mean he's been going on for a while now about a year and he tackles not only some reviews i mean we've got reviews for you know simple games like azul splendor castle panic ticket to ride takinoko small world now fair enough he's not necessarily looking over the new hotness although there is uh paladins of the west kingdom and there's chronicles of crime and there's a few other slightly more recent ones but yeah he's not grabbing the next thing off kickstarter and reviewing it but he's still giving interesting reviews on games that people probably should be doing some reviews on you know a bit of the cult of the old but one thing that i do like about this particularly is that there's some interesting topics that are discussed here so we've got things like how do you deal with first player advantage uh you know or some books on game design how to like my tips on how to make a board game uh here we go some board game reviewer interviews are done trying to find some more other ones there you know different types of board game genres designing the board game so he gives his thoughts on designing board games in general which you know you don't have to be a board game designer to be able to do that kind of thing you can still give your thoughts on the matter but there's just some different topics here that aren't just reviews however he's kind of a jack of all trades because not only is ali kind of doing like some tabletop stuff but he also delves occasionally into role playing uh, looks into like the mechanics of board games rather than just simply review a board game also learns to paint and 3d print his own miniatures so if you're a modeling fan then it's worth checking him out uh investigating what it takes to design and publish a game as i said does a few of those little things there and even delves into some handheld console games you know some even some video games now and again so it's very much a jack of all trades and as such it does get a little bit diluted as to what the you know channel focuses on but then the channel is called gaming indoors and that can be all kinds of gaming it doesn't have to be board games but there's some interesting stuff here these are professional thumbnails the guy's very friendly the guy seems like he knows what he's talking about and honestly 1670 subscribers most of these videos are lucky to break a thousand views and i like with the board game perspective last week and like most small creators i think it's criminal it really does need more love more support so that is my shout out for this week i suggest people give the channel a look gaming indoors check out ali's videos and see what you think maybe it's another channel that you didn't see before because like i say i'd never even heard of this channel before yesterday you know so even i don't know every channel that's out there and so i like these sort of things to be brought to my attention so give them a look and consider subscribing so on to the meat of this video now this is like i say it's a topic i wish i didn't have to talk about too much but you know on a day where we're supposed to love one another because it's valentine's day you know this kind of needs to be spoken about and i did talk about it in detail in the q a so there's only going to be so much a uh, visual medium on this particular podcast you can probably have to just listen to this one but i'm concerned about the board game community at the moment and not necessarily gamers i think the gamer community is is fine even though there are some blemishes but i do think the creator industry has taken a downturn particularly since the start of covid i think maybe the adapting to a new style of reviewing like with the like webcams and stuff or maybe just the fact that everybody's kind of on edge because we're kept in lockdowns and having to deal with covid i think it's just got people a little bit frayed you know a little bit frayed under the feathers if that's the phrase and it's starting to become noticeable on social media particularly on twitter that something is gone wrong and needs improving i actually did a poll i can actually look at this on my community tab i am i am kind of 
there's two things I'm doing before I get onto the topic, actually. One, I am using my community tab more often. So here, I've done an amusing photo today where I say, like, because I haven't got a girlfriend or anything to appreciate today, I spend it with the thing I do love, board games, and, you know, it gets some, it'll get some love. But I'm using my community tab now to post up updates as to what's coming out, as well as polls, because everybody likes a good poll. And I found that the community tab is quite cool. You can get quite a few likes and comments on there, and it's just another way to engage with you all. So I've done some interesting stuff like, you know, you know, does uh, if a game designed for two players has a solo mode included, does it invalidate it from a list? I was preparing for the next list. Uh, beyond the board game choices, uh, you know, what else have I done? You know, do you prefer a pure deck builder or a hybrid deck builder? And stuff like that. But I also did one on the opinion on the state of the board game community at present. And 37% uh, of people said it's as great as ever, if not getting better. Uh, 12% said it's taken a downturn and isn't the same. And 51% say some bad apples here and there, but still a good bunch. So, you know, we're talking less than 40% of the community say that it's a community is getting better. But the majority will still say that we're okay, things aren't too bad. And 12% are saying it's taken a downturn. Hmm. If we're talking from a community perspective, so you gamers, you know, the normal gamers, I think... Some bad apples here and there, but still a good bunch. I'm more in that middle category. But I think from a creator perspective, we are kind of looking more into the it's taken a downturn and isn't the same category for me. I, I am seeing some problematic stuff, you know, and some trends on social media as well as among creators. And it's kind of got me a little bit worried. And maybe these worries are unfounded. But this is kind of just how I'm observing here. I, I always take a bit of an interest in observing trends on social media as well as looking at how youtube does things and and seo and various bits like that and i'm just i'm just sitting back as an observer and there's stuff i'm noticing that i'm not as keen on um you know so much so that i've even come off twitter and started to focus more on uh instagram uh, so i am still using um well it's because i was looking at board game perspective before that's why they're coming up but the Instagram is now becoming the channel that I'm trying to push a bit more. I'm still on Facebook and I'm still on Twitter, but I'm trying to get my Instagram channel publicized a bit more. So originally I didn't used to post that much to it, but now I'm posting a lot more. So updates as well as pictures, but I'm making a contentious, a, a proper effort to post every day. I've even redone my bio. So it's got a more interesting bio on it, but it's still only got 751 followers. I mean, some people out there have got several hundred thousand of the things and, you know, most board game people will have at least a few thousand, if not 20, 30,000. So I honestly don't know how to grow the channel any more than it already is. I know I'm not the most popular person in the world by far, but, you know, I do need to pump this forward so honestly if you are on instagram and you didn't realize i was on instagram please get it out i mean maybe i need to change my profile picture because at the moment it's just a picture of me and nobody recognizes it so i'm thinking i might change that to my logo avatar and then just have my face in more pictures because then that's how you do it so i'm probably thinking that's uh what's gonna happen but yeah i i do need to get this main so i want to follow more people i want to be followed by more people and i want to really get instagram going so if you haven't already please follow me on there i'd really appreciate it and i use it a lot more for engaging with people so you know so much so that when people have sent me direct messages in the past i've usually sent them audio messages back rather than just type so you know there's some cool stuff you can do on instagram and i think it's 100 million times better than tiktok by miles so you know stuff like that oh where shall i retreat back to let's get back to the youtube studio i think for the picture uh actually no let's just leave it on the instagram thing for now so yes the community at the moment i'm the concern i have is that there's a lot of divide amongst people and i mentioned this a lot of this on the q a yesterday i feel that creators are getting divided usually between you know even usually just on the basis of continental divide if need be there's definitely a bit of a america versus europe thing going on where you know there's i think the word is clique is that the word i'm thinking of i, I don't want to get like the princess bride uh thing against me but is clique the word i'm looking for uh clique definition uh just look that up very quickly Big definition, a small, close-knit group of people who do not readily allow others to join them. Yeah, so it's I'm noticing this turning up on 
you know, particularly Twitter a lot. And this is where creators are sticking together. Like there are some creators out there who are like the big names who are literally just publicizing themselves and anybody who is associated with them. So whether it's part of their conglomerate or their personal friends and no one else, I go out of my way to do hashtag support small creators. And I wish that was a trend. I wish that was trending on Twitter and going viral because I think that's a, tr a hashtag that really should. And I'm putting out there that there are small creators that deserve some love and support and some viewership. And I've just mentioned one earlier, Gaming Indoors and Board Game Perspective. I went, you know, you got a glimpse of their channel again when I was looking on Instagram. So, and obviously Board Game Ramblings and Ryan and Bo Bethany Board Games. You know, these small channels who nobody knows of. Well, actually, people don't know about Board Game Ramblings and Ryan and Bethany Board Games and that. But what that's not what I mean to say. It's I just mean to say that, you know, these small channels that don't get as much support as they really, really deserve. And the problem I'm seeing with creators, particularly the big lot, is that it's literally just them. Like, I'm, we're going to support ourselves, and that's it. It's, you know, is it an ivory tower thing? Is it the rich get richer mentality? But, you know, I don't want to, like, name names, really. But I can definitely see that it's like, oh, yeah, here's one channel that's, like, several people included. And all you see is, oh, go watch this person, and this person, and this person. Except it's the same two or three people all the time. You know, it's like, yes, I know they exist. I actually don't watch their content, you know, because I don't like the content. Stop drilling it into my skull that I need to watch this content. And, I, I, you know, it will get blasted into me on Twitter. But then there's other types of cliques where the... Uh, is, is that the, I don't know how you pronounce that. I could be pronouncing that completely wrong. But the other type is that, you know, they're... There's, it's linked to the idea that I think when it comes to being like well known as a board game creator, it's about ticking a box, ticking a box, and there's a list of boxes to tick, and somewhere at the very bottom of that list is talks about board games, but there's a lot more boxes above it that aren't relevant that are still needing to be ticked, and I feel that board game creator you know like support is being judged like the Oscars. If you've ever seen the Oscars, I, I don't think I could find a link now on the fly, but if you've ever seen the Oscars list that they've got now in terms of being eligible for an award, the list is ridiculous. It is like a 10-page pamphlet thing, like solely on all these tick boxes that have got nothing to do with the movie itself. A lot of it is all down to what is now driving the board game industry at the moment, which is political correctiveness is basically driving our industry you know everything is now about pc and it's it's just like the oscars because the oscars are like that now in order to get your movie recommended you need to fulfill so much criteria that it's got nothing to do with the movie itself it's all down to political correctiveness and you know that's i don't care about the oscars anyway i mean most of the time the oscars talk about films i've never even heard of let alone deserving of an award but it's now creeping into the board game hobby because you, the ones that you see on social media trending like crazy, tick those boxes. But, you know, I don't tick any boxes at all. <laughs> I'm some random dude from the UK, so I'm not even from America. I'm, you know, just a guy with a beard with a dodgy accent that talks about board games. I'm on my own. I don't even have a co-partner, which is another box to tick. You know, if you've got two people on the show, that automatically gets you some extra, bra you know, Bravo points. But... Uh, it's just me talking about board games and ranting. And, you know, as you can see, doesn't really get me a popularity bar. But I go on Twitter and I constantly see same channels broadcasted into my skull to say, here you are, retweet this, 100 likes, 100 million likes. Even if it's literally just the person saying that they brushed their teeth this morning, it gets 100 million likes. And it's not... I mean, I don't care if you brushed your teeth this morning, you know, but I'm not going to suddenly like that. But there's kind of like an incentive that as soon as somebody even utters a, a breath, suddenly million likes. Now, this is not a jealousy thing. You know, at the end of the day, you know, some of those people are well deserving of the love that they get. And um, But I do feel that it's being too constrained. It's too much in a small collective and not widespread. We should be loving the entire board game community, not just our own little subgroups. You know, and a lot of it, as I said, is down to political correctness and diversity. And you know, I I deliberately try to keep this channel as neutral 
as possible because people want to escape from reality. Let's face it, reality sucks and people want to escape and just hear about board games. That is why this channel is 99.9% .9 geared to just talking about board games and nothing else. This is an outsider to the norm. I've not wanted to talk about this kind of thing for a while, but I feel that lately it's just getting to the point where I just cannot be 100% silent on the matter. So this is kind of like the blemish, but hopefully this won't uh, suddenly backfire in my face. But it's, there's just so much like negativity going around. And I don't want that negativity in the board game industry. When I joined this like seven years ago, I was like adamant that I was loving the people I was playing games with. I heard about these channels. And I was like, oh, Dice Tarot is such a lovely b-boy. And oh, this channel is great. This channel is great. And oh, I get to meet all these people at conventions. And I started the channel and then I got some fans. And, you know, I wanted to meet you lot at conventions. And I thought, this is exactly what I wanted from the hobby. Nowadays, and I think a lot of that is because we don't have any conventions at the moment, it's just really gone downhill and it's now dominated by political correctness and social media. And this is not the direction I want the board game hobby to go. There's so much like controversial stuff happening at the moment, you know, which is really starting to grate. You know, there have been designers that have been attacked for various reasons, some deserved, some not. And you know, a second that anybody gets a slight misstep, you know, and like I say, some deserve, some not, but as soon as anything get as soon as anybody puts anything out of line, boom, bang, everybody comes down like a nuclear warhead, and suddenly, no matter what the situation, that person's career is done, you know, or it's severely damaged. You can't recover from this kind of thing on social media. And, you know, channels have had this problem as well, but I'm curious about to how these channels are functioning because there are there's reports of a lot of cyberbullying going on with some board game creators and I, I do not condone cyberbullying in any way shape or form I mean I've been a victim of normal bullying my entire life so the last thing I want anybody is to be inflicted with any kind of bullying and to be fair I've had some degree of cyberbullying before you know thankfully short-lived but damaging all respect you know like you know last year with the uh, protests going on in you know the summer and that choosing to remain neutral and not like virtue signal or just broadcast stuff like that got me some fair bit of cyberbullying last year and it damaged you know the channel it damaged me i lost some followers and it's been hard to recover since but that was literally just by staying on the sidelines that wasn't by doing anything bad it was literally just like look you know this channel was about board games I'm sticking it to board games. I will support in my own way, in my own name, you know, under my own guise. And apparently wasn't good enough. But, you know, that's the way it was. So lately we've heard about some channels getting cyberbullied. And the problem is I've not seen any evidence of it. Now, granted, some of that is coming from channels that I've blocked on Twitter, you know, mainly because they have come out with some very toxic stuff in the past. Uh, but like I say, not naming names. But the the problem is because of that i've not seen any evidence so all i am hearing is channels saying this is happening i'm getting screwed i'm getting bullied x x y z whatever the problem is if i can't see the evidence what am i supposed to believe i'm not saying that everybody who says it is lying that is completely not the way i'm talking here but the problem is, it's difficult to be sympathetic when you don't know what's going on. A lot of us don't know what's going on. We've heard about these things happening, but because we haven't seen any evidence, we don't know what to say, we don't know what to expect or anything. And so you get various people who literally, the second anything gets said, you know, instant love and attention. But then there are some of us that are like, well, can I see the extent of it? I mean, if I saw evidence of what was being said, then I could be more like into it i'd be like if i saw somebody getting bullied and i saw the exact thing that was being said i'd be like oh my god that's horrible yeah that's that's nasty i mean you've got my support you know you should not listen to stuff like this you know don't ignore it you know you are great don't listen to this and it's like that's great problem is i haven't seen any of that and we've had channels like shut down from cancel culture lately which is another thing that's plagued the internet the last couple of years but probably even longer than that even but yeah, we've seen channels sort of like get cancelled, but then we haven't seen why they got cancelled. And even like recently, we've had a channel cancel and move on to something else. Like, oh, we're going to stop this channel and move on to a different channel. But then cyberbullying does not 
it's not like somebody it's not like moving house from somebody who's lives across the street and is a nosy neighbor you know if you move away to a different country they won't find you again the internet is pretty easy to find you and if you're going to basically say we're stopping this channel and we're going on to this channel which is still the same subject matter it's not like the cyberbully is going to leave you alone if they knew where you were before it only takes a google search to find you on the next one so it doesn't make sense why you would stop one start another which sounds like it would just repeat the same problem so and again this is another example of i've not seen any evidence of what's going on therefore i have nothing to go on i can only speculate and speculation is dangerous you know so it it's just kind of i don't know what to believe whenever i hear anybody on social media anymore because there's no evidence and i'm that's the sort of person I am. I don't just instantly accept anything at face value. I need to see the reasoning behind it. It's how I do all my board game reviews. I don't just simply come out and say, you know, this game is a qualicur. It's fantastic. You should buy it. The end. No, that's not how I do things. I gotta give you the reasons why. And if I say, I hate Great Western Trail. It is an abysmal game. I'm not a fan of it at all. I gotta give you the reasons why. I don't just come out and say I hate it. I have to give you the reasons, and then if you agree or disagree with them, that's perfectly fine because that's the nature of what we do. But the problem is, that means I have to know why you dislike something or why you like something, or I have to, ex I have to see reasons why this is happening. And because I can't see anything of what's going on, it, it kind of gets in the way of knowing what to do. I don't know who to believe. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to say or think or do because nothing is being told. <laughs> everything is all kept in secret. Yeah, and when you keep everything in secret, it makes it very difficult to like comment on it or even do anything apart from just sit on the sidelines. So there's a lot of contention with that going around and some other channels have come out and spoken a lot about it. I know Rado did a podcast recently that got a bit of blowback uh where he came out said some very direct things i thought they were pretty good for the most part uh but you know he had to come out and apologize after that and it's just like the minute you say anything even slightly out of context you know you get the blowback and then you're forced to come out and apologize for it you know this is the problem with cancel culture at the moment you know the, the second you make a misstep boom done attack and it's difficult to recover from things like that and it's, I do not support that kind of action at all. You know, people deserve chances to defend themselves. Ah, quick drink there. So, yeah, you know, slightly, you know, contentious topic, but it's kind of the way I see. And I'm sort of observing other trends for how, like, you know, popularity is kind of done across YouTube and that in general. I mean, I'm supporting all these smaller channels uh you know gaming indoors for a kickoff and all i'm seeing now is a trend to i swear everybody's attention span is getting to the length of a goldfish because now we're in such a pressure to keep video short in order to be recognized on you know platforms no no longer is there an, uh, a request for a video that's 20 minutes long that gives a lot of detailed information and is really useful not even a 10 minute video now the most popular way you can be a board game creator these days is to do something in like barely even a minute you know like 60 seconds is too long for some people and it's like what kind of information can you get out about a video in 60 minutes you can't it's not going to happen you know the new craze platform that's taken over is tiktok at the moment where you know the you know, videos are on that in the millions there's all sorts of weird stuff on there i mean i browsed it thinking oh do i want to do some tiktok content myself but personally no i don't want to touch that thing with a barge pole the main demographic for tiktok is 25 and under there's some weird stuff on tiktok but the problem is i don't believe that having such constrained length videos does a favor for the content it's supposed to be given now I'm, I'm in the minority on this i suspect but i mean i have looked on tiktok itself there's just i don't know i don't get it as a platform and like i say there's other platforms similar to tiktok but this is like the big one that's all there but you just get some you get some fun stuff but most of the time it's pretty cringeworthy it's all done in portrait form which if you're if you're if you've ever like edited videos with portrait stuff in them, like recently I did a uh, a birthday video 
for my brother a 40th birthday video and they loved it it moved them it was so heartwarming i cried making the video it was really like you know close to me but you know a lot of people gave me their clips for the video in these sort of like portrait forms and it's just it's blurry it's blocky it's a pain to edit with them because everything just looks bad in it and i'm not a fan of portrait mode things so and like i say i mean this is just literally blowing a thing across some things and getting pie in the face i mean what this is the new entertainment now i mean granted you can see the clientele you know most of these people on here are kind of like in their mid-20s and younger but it's not something i would go for but what content would I ever do in that kind of length of time? Would I, I mean, I mean, 60 seconds is apparently too long now, even. So now I need to think, well, right, can I do something in 30 seconds? And when does that become too long? All right, maybe I should do it in 10 seconds. Should my video literally for the next like several years just be literally go, this is a quality code, this is a fantastic game, buy it now immediately, bram, you know, have the inception bram at the end. And that's it. 10 seconds, that's my video if i shoved that on tiktok i'd get twenty thousand million likes and yet i'd be thinking what was the point of doing that video it just doesn't seem right i need time i need information i need to know you know the useful bits about the game which is why i watch longer videos because i know i'm going to get that information you know the the argument is that if you watch a really constrained video it gives you an idea of whether you'd be interested or not but it doesn't give me enough of an idea and in the same amount of time, I could get the detail off Board Game Geek just by reading the blurb and knowing if I'm going to love it or not. So different strokes for different folks, but I just don't see myself going down that TikTok route any you know, ever. It's not for me. It's not my style. I don't watch TikTok at all. You know, so to each their own. I will. I'm going to look into Instagram for the stories thing or whatever it's called. The thing that does video content on instagram i've got a new phone a samsung ultra s21 i'm going to be looking at that and hopefully trying to do some videos on instagram but not like as a massive series or anything this is just literally hey this is me this is what i'm up to type videos not full-on reviews and stuff you know it's just i want to use the instagram platform a bit more so i'm more interested in trying to figure out how that works from a community perspective because one thing i'm liking with instagram is the community is more friendly on there on twitter it's very toxic my analogy to twitter is that it's basically a school kids playground with a giant microphone in the middle and everyone takes it in turn to push the talk usually at the same time but with instagram people are just talking about board games People just post board games. There's no political correctiveness. There's no, you know, politics. There's no, like, bad blood. There's no toxicity. It's just people looking at cool pictures of games and people playing and enjoying board games. It's so much more friendly. That's one reason I want to, like, look more on Instagram because it's more down my route of what I want this channel and the board game community to be. So, yeah, I don't know what more I can say on the matter really as i say there's a lot of you know subdivision in the in the creator community there's a lot of like you know we support each other nobody else i am gonna keep supporting smaller channels i will make that hashtag support small creators as big as it can be even though i've got no influence whatsoever but i am gonna be talking about these other channels on this podcast every time i do one i am gonna be highlighting them just on like live streams every now and again and i am certainly gonna be doing more collaboration videos with other creators to get them noticed. I mean, the uh, Ali from Gaming Indoors might we might be able to do an interesting uh, discussion topic. You know, it's worth looking into. As I say, Ryan and Bethany board games are going to be next week. That's going to be good. And I want to talk with other creators. I want to get them noticed. But you know, it's it's a slow process, and it's the best I can do. People have been very supportive of me doing it, so I thank you for giving me that little confidence boost to carry on doing it, and I'm not going to stop. Yes, I can't do the promos at the end of my YouTube videos anymore, but that's just because the you know I need to keep those links down, as I said, and you know there's only so much time I can fit in the video in the editing room as well. So I think it's easier to browse them on a podcast and talk about them then. It just seems like a quicker and easier way to get the message across. But yeah, so who knows what the uh, creator industry is going to do in the future you know are small creators going to get left by the wayside are we just going to get like dominated by the same big groups and nothing else will they be the only ones you hear of 
you know and are we going to get to a point where you now have to tick a minimum of 10 boxes about yourself before you even get respected in the community anymore you know i i see and like i say this this may come off as harsh and i don't blame people for thinking that way but you know it's i see everybody as equal everybody's equal to me you know i don't give people extra benefit or less benefit for their background whatever it may be you know we're you know diversity is now a big thing in the world right now and i've always been a supporter of it in my own way i have so many people in my local board game clubs my ports of one and my southampton one who meet you know different areas of diversity and ethnic background and they are lovely people they are good friends i play games with them all the time but at the end of the day they're equal among everyone else to me i don't sort of go you know i don't look at anybody with you know a weird face and i certainly don't suddenly give everyone special attention just because of that you know i give people the same respect i expect people to show me that's the way i've been brought up that's how my mum and dad raised me to not you know be judgmental to not be uh biased towards other people you know to respect others and that's the way i roll so you know person x will get the same respect from me as person y and person z doesn't matter who they are where they're from or anything like that it's like no you are all friends to me and you know only if you are a complete jerk you know or evil you know or like deliberately go out of your way to harm me or other ones that i care about then yes okay i'm not going to show you respect at that point like i said the same respect i give is the respect i expect people to show me and if we all just did that would we not like just get along just fine you know, i it's i don't know you know the world has gone downhill i must admit and i think covid has not helped i think it was going this way before covid started but certainly i think the isolation and the you know the negativity towards various continents and countries blaming people you know the cancel culture and that i think it has got out of hand you know and it threatens our community a bit i don't think it's going to destroy it anytime soon but i do think it is a threat and it needs to be like contained it needs to be addressed and needs to be handled correctly i'm not the sort of person to say what the correct method is it's too contentious a topic and i'm not exactly a sociology expect expert to be able to talk about that kind of thing all i can do is just give my opinions at the end of the day but all i know is that i will be continuing to respect everybody else you know for who they are i know i will be continuing to you know stand by my definition of equality and show respect to everyone no matter where they're from and who they are you know it's like if you are a good person then you will get respect from me as you deserve and you know, and i will certainly be supporting smaller creators you know to say look if the big channels aren't going to support smaller creators on a wide basis and just stick to their own like uh you know personal drives and desires then i will you know if they won't i will Yes, I'm fighting a losing battle, but I'm going to continue fighting. That's the way it is. Because if I don't do it, who will? I don't know anybody else who does. Yeah, and so somebody needs to step up. I would like more people to step up. I would certainly like to hear from other smaller creators that they start shouting out about other creators as well. And particularly on Facebook and Twitter, I think it's really badly needed. On Facebook, the big creators, the ones that are trending, you know, whether they tick a box or they're just a big creator, you know, they could literally, as I said, say they brush their teeth and get a million likes. Everybody's commenting and stuff like that. And fair enough, fine. But show some love for the others as well. Because I can see some people talk about board games and put up some like video content and that, and they'll barely get like two people care. And that happens with me as well i mean i'm certainly the, one of the lesser popular people on the internet i'll admit and you know i can put up a video about you know doing a poll for like worker basement games and saying yeah, let's talk about our favorite games let's actually have a good conversation and i'll be lucky if six people like the post despite people commenting on that i'll be lucky if six people actually click the like button it's not like i need 200 likes on a post to feel good about myself no it's not that at all but you know it's just noticeable when you can see 
Here's a post about everyone discussing board games and what we love. Six likes. Here's a post about the fact that I got up in the morning and had a piece of toast. 150 likes. How does that make any sense? Hmm? Doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It just proves that social media is essentially a giant popularity contest. And at the moment, people are just trying to meet that criteria rather than focus on board games. And that's not the way I want to see things happen. So I want to see more love for other creators. I want to see more love in the community. I, you know, <laughs> if that's going to be the Valentine's Day message from all this, I don't know. But I, I you know, I realize it's a very, you know, uh, shall we say, what's the word? Controversial? I don't know. But it's, it's a dubious subject to talk about. And like I say, it's not the sort of thing I like to talk about on this channel personally. You know, so this will hopefully be the last time I ever do. But I feel like I just need to kind of get the thoughts out on it because it's just been noticeable and it's just getting bottled up and it's time to take action really it's time to show everybody what the board game community was all about get it to that stage where it was seven years ago when i first joined and the back to that reason why i joined why i got into the hobby why knowing all these great people why getting to know all these other people in creation and you know just playing games with people i'd not met before why that was such a buzz you know honestly when conventions are back i am going to go to as many conventions as i physically can and i cannot wait to shake hands to hug to talk to all of you who watch this channel and even if you don't watch this channel i want to talk to you anyway and play some games i cannot wait it's going to be heaven but who knows when we'll get to that stage eh so uh a bit of a solemn note but all i can say is just you know be kind to one another stay safe you know you know not just from a covid perspective but just stay safe in general you know be wary of what goes on on the internet you know don't believe everything you see at face value you know stop and think a little bit and uh you know, but on top of that just be respectful be kind be you know love one another and just remember why we love board games why we get on about board games you know remember that hang on to that reason don't let go and like i say hopefully that will bring a smile to your face and just give you a chance to kind of escape from reality and just remember what it is that makes this community great let's get it back to that level shall we so yeah, that's it for me on this episode. I'm going to head off and start playing some of these other games. You know, like I say, my love is my games. Uh, I've got some posts arriving today. I've got to, uh, what was it, got to edit and put this podcast out. But yeah, plenty of stuff on the horizon for me. But I really can't wait for the end of February when I've got a week off work where hopefully if I get everything done before then, I can spend the entire week doing nothing but vegetate on games. I mean, obviously I've got to do exercise and chores and shopping, but you know, it will literally be a case of if it's not about movies or TV, if it's not about video games and it's not board games, I ain't doing it. Uh, so, which kind of actually in my life just translates simply to if it's not work, that's <laughs> kind of the deal. But, you know, I'll certainly be doing blog content during then. I might even do another live stream Q&A during that week just because I can, you know, just because I've got the time. But I'm going to be playing board games. I'm going to be getting back to stuff like the Lord of the Rings, you know, campaign that I was in the middle of that I never finished. Uh, play a lot of these other games. I'm just going to enjoy my time and that week just getting back to my love of board games, trying to escape from reality. And I think that's what we could all do with right now an escape from reality. So take care, everyone. I'll see you on the next episode, which I guarantee will be a much more cheerful episode, you know, as long as this doesn't blow back in my face. But, you know, I look forward to talking about a more fun, happy-go-lucky topic on the next podcast. But uh, take care. Love you all. You know, just be kind to one another. And I'll see you on the next Broken Meeple Show. And remember, as always, it's only a game. Now, more than ever. Take care, everyone.